This is Who Killed the Radio Star. It's a holiday episode. Ching, 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 ching. Ching, 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 ding, 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 That's right. Today's episode is... Is Tom York actually just a series of clocks? Do you even fucking hear I said? I said, is Tom York actually just a series of clocks? Oh, man, I heard something about Santa Claus. Is Tom York Santa Claus? Is Santa Claus actually Tom York? Oh, ho. Ho, ho, Merry Christmas. Let's just sit in that. Merry Christmas. It's the holidays, and unfortunately, there is no such conspiracy as to if Tom York is Santa, or yet. if either of them are made up of clocks, Whoop. but yet, mm. is the key word there. Ooh. Mm. We're actually here today to talk about one of the... Um, most popular, let's call it misconceptions out there in yeah. music. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we touched on this uh, uh, last pod. We, you put yourself on blast last pod. I did. Saying that you, in fact, do believe this. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh, shit. So yes, we, I mean, of course. <laughs> so, so we are looking at the myth. Did Mama Cass of the Mamas and Papas actually die from choking on a sandwich? Mm, interesting. Definitely true. A ham sandwich. The only time I'm ever going to come on this podcast and say this is 100% true and you cannot prove it wrong. You cannot prove me wrong. You can't dissuade me. No matter how much eggnog and rum I drink. Because guess what, guys? I got the perfect podcast drink. I was going to say... It looked, mm, I wasn't sure if it was extra like a thick. mocha latte. It's kind of brown. It's yeah, kind of brown. Yeah, it's it's a double double rum and eggnog. It's a double, double rum yeah, nog. That's a, the rum that did that added the brown. It looks good. It's it's delicious, but it's not good podcasting drink because it's phlegmy. I'm already kind of <laughs> sick. I got a little bit of a cough going on. I got the sniffles, and I'm jacking that up with a double rum nog. Stay away from me, bro. Oh man, put a mask on. Too bad we have one microphone, hey, and I'm hey, talking hey, directly hey, into your face. Did Mama Gas choke on a sandwich or a ham and cheese crostini? Well, that brings me to a good point here. So. Big fan. You know, you know, are you familiar with the, I think it's Stover's, the Cristini family? I don't know. Treats? I, 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 I don't know if I know what a Cristini is. Cristini Aguilera? Nope, that's not it. Um, I think, I don't know if they're Canada only, because it's basically a Hot Pocket. But we don't have Hot Pockets here. We have Pizza Pops. No, no, but no, but like a Hot Pocket's like a different thing. It's like a, it's like a, you know, like a chicken Parmesan in a Hot Pocket form factor. Will told me they don't have Pizza Pops in the U.S., no, they have Pizza Pops. They don't have Pizza... What's the one? The McCain's one. Pizza Pockets. Pizza Pocket. I like a Pizza Pocket better. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I, I, I've actually got to this conversation with my coworker not long ago. Pizza Pop? Microwave that shit. Mm. Pizza Pocket? Oven. Throw it in the oven. Throw it in the oven. Other way around? Bake it. Subpar. Not Pizza fried. Pop in the oven? Not great. Pizza Pocket in the microwave? Not great. Not great. It's weird. I guess because the Pizza Pocket is... Canadian, so it's made of like real food. So you want to oven that shit. Where Pizza Pop is made out of chemicals. I, I don't know if either of them are made of real food, but they are both delicious. When you get a pepperoni in a pizza pocket, it's a pepperoni. When you get a pepperoni in a pizza pop, it's like a weird little cube thing. 
<laughs> yeah, it is. It is a it's cube. It's a tiny little cube. Yeah, it looks like, like cat food. It's a tiny little meat cube. And we got cats, both of us. <laughs> we also got to say, you know, again, it's the holidays. We just had, Tyler just had his annual Christmas party where we all get sat around. Oh, ho, ho. We ate turkey. We had a lot of turkey. I think the most turkey ever got ate this year. Usually I have a lot of leftover turk. Not a lot of leftover turk this year. We had a couple of drinks. There was a gift exchange that went around, which was very good. A lot of laughs. Oh, a lot of laughs in that gift exchange. One of our friends, one of our one of our listeners, one of our listeners who was there, gave listen to this people in a in a secret <laughs> Santa gift exchange. He brought the fire. Brought a bunch of pasta. Uh, uh, a woolen knit dick warmer, dick and ball warmer. I know it's a little vulgar. I know, but it was a little sweater. For it was the right crew right for crew. your nuts. And uh, what else? Uh, oh, of course. How how can we forget? There was a used copy of Hotel Rwanda on DVD in there. <laughs> Nothing like get you into the Christmas spirit. Like, like five different boxes of Don pasta. Cheadle and genocide. So much pasta. Like five boxes of like fuseli, uh, rigatoni. Yeah, he he brought the variety penne. And this wasn't no you know no name brand pasta. This was Bertoli's. Bertoli. Thank you, Bertoli, for sponsoring us. We also have to point out another gift that came out from from that night. It was Tyler received some pogs. Do y'all remember pogs? pogs? Oh, man. Remember pogs, a little piece of cardboard? We have the lucky pog on the table here. Yeah, I got a lucky pog. It's a hockey uh, guy. We got Travis Green. Travis Green, hockey guy. Former head coach of the Vancouver Canucks. What if I just bent this right now and just crush it? <laughs> I'd be really sad. For no one, just on audio. Because he's going he's gonna to be coaching the Spengler Cup this year. He's coaching us. He's coaching the Spengler Cup. He's coaching us. That so... better be on the table every time we record going forward. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, pull, the, pull the wool back here. I'm about to head out on a trip back home for Christmas. My first Christmas trip. And oh, we're both going while. back home for Christmas. Oh, we're going back home. And I, I was just actually going to say, like, oh, to the snowy wilds of Ontario. But they probably don't even have any snow. It's probably green as fuck there. Yeah, it's. I heard that it, they don't have what we have. No, they never do. We haven't had a green Christmas, I think, any year we've lived here. Oh, well, speak for yourself, because uh, I have green Christmas three, 366 days a year. Buffalo soldier. <laughs> so he's got a little weed plant with like a couple lights on it. Yeah, it's like ornaments. those Christmas trees that sing when you walk past them, the animatronic ones. <laughs> they dance. They I fasten my own. Buffalo soldier. Uh, you are a dreadlike Rasta. Did Mama Cass choke on a ham sandwich? <laughs> now, before we get to this, because we know we got a lot of material on this guy's like It's going to go probably, I'm thinking, 45 minutes. But it's better than what you said la- on last week's episode on 27 Club. You said we were doing 27 episodes that were, <laughs> I think, 270 minutes long each. Oh, yeah, 27 episodes. Uh, one member of the 27 Club already, each episode. You already did the bit. Uh, that's is that what I did though? I don't remember. I never fucking remember show to show. You edit, so you have to re-listen to it eighteen I times. I just listen to it over and over. Oh, got to kill those popped peas. And over. I don't. I leave them in as a joy for you. I leave them in as a reminder to always be popping those peas. As uh, you remind me of how I really am. Uh, I think we need to really cycle back to the Christinis <laughs> because okay. I brought up the. Christinis. I think we did miss that because the breakfast Christini. New new product on the shelves in the freezers in your freezer aisle. It gotta, is the you got to break this down for me. It, okay, so a Cristini looks like um, so if you never had one before, I think you have, but you don't remember. They're like a log shaped, like a meat log, <laughs> but like you put them in a little you put them in a little toasty pocket that goes in the microwave. Ah, like a bistro. Yes, <laughs> yes, like a bistro. 
And it's same company, I think. I think Bistro is the pocket one. It's like the the not the pocket, the uh, tortilla style one. We're going you know? deep here. But yep. the so you put them in the little toaster thing, and I fucking love turkey ham, turkey bacon crostinis. They're the best thing on earth. Yeah, you do. I've eaten do so many of them over the years. I've ate so many of them over the years. I've eaten so many I've of them. I've seen him. I used to live with him, and he was slamming them back every day. Slamming back those Cristinis. And they're decent value. They don't even they don't get affected by inflation. I don't know how the system works. I don't ask questions. But they have released a breakfast Cristini line. And oh, sweet Jesus, these things are fucking amazing. You got your ham and egg. You got your, no, sorry, bacon and egg and sausage and egg. And both of them, equally amazing. Where's the ham? They don't they don't have time for that. So I will pull back the curtain a little bit here. And before the, the mics went hot, Tyler was t- explaining this to me briefly. And he, he ripped ass like three times. You sound like he's <laughs> shitting his pants as he was explaining how great breakfast Christinis are. So I don't know. It's, I don't know. Maybe. I, I am. So my flight is in less than 12 hours. I have to get up in like eight hours at this point, and I still have another two hours of shit to do after we finish recording. And I was like, hey, I got to fire some dinner into me after this podcast. Uh, Christinis? Well, no. The Christinis are for the morning. Well, breakfast ones. Yeah, I got to get a fire those breakfast Christinis in. You might have some, some nighttime ones. We're not going go, go to go to fucking go to the airport, go to Tim Hortons, get a half-ass fucking bacon egg McMuffin ripoff that like is like $17 each. No. Fire a couple Christinis no, in you. No, no, no. You get the turkey bacon club is what you get. But they fucking suck at the airport. There's a certain... They have a, their own flavor to them. They don't even make them there anymore. They're they aged. They, they pre-make They're aged. them it's and like put cheese. them in a little fucking refrigerator and go, oh, yeah, Tim Horton sandwich. Sure, yeah, whatever, bud. Enjoy. The airport ones are aged. Aged. They're like a fine wine. They're a completely different level. Yeah, and they're trash, and they're $18. Yeah. It's going up a dollar every time I cite it's, it. It's tradition. Ugh, ugh, I hate it. But for some reason, coffee, still the same price. No. You, want, you want coffee, hot chocolate, tea, whatever. Still two bucks. Tiki? Tiki? Didn't Mama Cass choke on a ham sandwich? Okay, before we get there, we have to really examine the history of the ham sandwich. <laughs> well, we don't know what type of ham was involved. Do you think but it was like a deli slice? <laughs> Or do you think it was like a leftover spiral cut? We're talking, it was a hard deli cut, if anything. If you're choking, I think it's a hard deli cut. Mm, you think so? But what if you take rough cut. too big of a bite? You know, I want you to come, come on a journey with me, podcast okay. listeners. Let's think about ham. You're taking a big old bite of a ham sandwich, like way too big for one bite. Yum. So now you are isolating a mouth-sized circumference of ham. And then say you don't chew that ham. And then you go to swallow that ham. It forms like a parachute. It's a lot of ham to not chew to try to swallow. <laughs> Perhaps it gets folded up in the biting process. Perhaps. And then you go to swallow it and it, and it shoots out like a parachute. A ham parachute. Ham parachute. And then, so now it's got a tight seal on your esophagus. Oof. You know? Now you're struggling to breathe, but the more you, you're sucking in, the more that ham parachute is just expanding and blocking off all the airways. Uh, well, it sounds horrible. It honestly sounds like a great way to go. And so honestly, I feel like we could pitch this for like the next like hostile movie. If you've got that line. like delicious ham cheese sandwich taste in your mouth while you're dying, struggling for your last breath, there are worse ways to go. There's worse ways to go. There's worse ways to go. We got a cat on the table. Get him off. We're picking up cat vibrations. We're picking up cat vibrations. Is that a mama's and papa's? That is not. <laughs> 
So for anyone who does not know, the Mamas and Papas were a huge band in the 60s. One of the key bands in the sort of hippie movement, culturally speaking, in, in music at least. If you don't know them, you almost certainly do know their songs, or some of them. We're talking hits here like... Uh, California Dreamin'. California Dreamin'. I'm getting ahead of that because that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, what about the next one? Uh, the, uh, there's that song. I love it when you call me Big Papa. <laughs> Throw your hands in the air if you were true, mama. Monday, Monday? Monday, Monday. Yep. Definitely know what that is. Yep. <laughs> Definitely don't need any more context. They actually had 11 songs charted in the top 40. Mm. Not bad. Like, like how many bands were back then? Like three? There weren't that many like bands. Beatles. But there were also a lot of bands doing exactly what, what these people were doing. This this was a folk rock group of a couple friends who, who got together. A couple cool and- guys. We're really kind of looking at a Fleetwood Mac sort of situation here. There's a lot of attraction within the group. There's there's a couple guys, a couple girls, right? So it's not on Fleetwood Mac levels mm. where literally everyone's just interchanging. Or those two baseball players from the 70s that switched wives. Who are those? I don't remember their names. There were two baseball players. They were swingers in the 70s. Zeke Howard and Doc Johnson. Zeke Howard and Doc Johnson. Every baseball player in the 70s has like, all their names are exactly that. Oh, They're yeah. one of those two. Okay, you got Doc Ellis. It's, he's the one who who took acid and threw the, the no hitter, right? Yeah, incredible, incredible That's feat. true, people. He hit like 17 people, which doesn't count as a no hitter, even though he hit people. Or just sorry, counts as a no hitter. Yeah, yeah. No one hit the balls. He hit right. people. He hit people. That's why they couldn't hit the ball. They were terrified of this man on acid throwing a baseball ninety miles an hour at them. <laughs> <laughs> he was just screaming at the sun. Leave me alone. Man screams at sun. Throws no hitter. Throws no hitter. <laughs> Named Doc. So you should mention that because I think I have a Doc Ellis graphic novel around here somewhere. Really, I do. Is it fictional? Nonfiction? No. Nonfiction. Interesting. Anyways. Uh, so, Mamas and the Papas. Not Mamas and Papas. <laughs> Don't get it mixed up. Not Papas and Mamas. Not Mamas, or Papas and the Mamas. Not Mamas in the Papas. Or Papas and the Mamas. Mamas and the Papas. So, Mama Cass was actually born Ellen Naomi Cohen. Later, switching her name to Cass Elliot professionally, and which... Eventually became Mama Cass. Wait. So her name was Cass Elliot professionally? Yeah, it was an interesting choice. Cass professionally? <laughs> now, the name Mama Cass sort of was given to her by by fans, just by everyone. And and this is part of part of it is the name. Your band you're in a band called the Mamas and the Papas, right? Yeah. There's uh, you know, two guys, two girls. You know what the, you know what those fans are doing though? They're just talking about that big old thumper. Well, they go on mama ass. Okay, well you're gonna start to sound mama, mama ass. You're really gonna start to sound like and a she dad. went. Oh, they're calling me Mama Cass. Not British. No, you're really, she's not British. You're really, you're really gonna start to sound like a dick. Um, because the thing is, is that Mama Cass sort of gained this name because she was significantly more overweight than any other member in the band. Oh no. So she did have this sort of, uh, you know, big mama's house. <sighs> Shout out to Martin Lawrence. She sort of vibe there. You know, she was, I, I don't know, I, I, I don't know. But there was one thing that we will keep touching back on in this episode is that there is a key element here, which is eggnog. Fat, fat shaming. It's oh, not eggnog. Right. It is fat shaming. And that is a, a, a big thing, a big part of Mama Cass, a big part of what led her to, to drug abuse, what led her to eventually try to drop the name Mama Cass. Mm. 
And like I said, ultimately, what probably led people to give her this sort of mama image. Kind of sad that uh, she's still colloquially known as Mama Cass. She's she's not. No one okay? knows who Na- Naomi is. <laughs> she's Wait, not. What is it? Naomi Carter? Well, no one knows her by Ellen Naomi Cohen. But but her name was is, is Cass Elliot. And, you know, people... Professionally. People who professionally... Cass professionally. People who know her know her by Cass Elliot. But yes, a lot of people do nowhere as mama Cass, and just to go back to the last week you are on record multiple times saying she did definitely die from choking on a 100 percent. and she was known as mama Cass at the time she went back to the name <laughs> right before she choked on that sandwich this sandwich thing has been pretty much mama ass <laughs> no, no. The sandwich thing has pre- been pretty much disproven and, and debunked but mm, there are people i've that seen austin either, powers we've all seen it there's people that either ignore it or sort of just say no. And so <laughs> they, no, they say no. She, they she say did. nay, nay, sir. I say nay. <laughs> no, I say nay. So the mom and papas were absolutely huge in the in the 60s. They released four albums and they broke up in 69. Nice. And, I mean, perfect. <laughs> they broke up after the 69. Right? Perfect timing. Hell yeah. I'm, Fuck yeah. I'm sure they made it to Woodstock with no problems at all. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> After this is when we're now going to start referring to her as Cass Elliot. This is now when Cass Ass Elliot specifically went out of the way to to she started her own solo career okay. and wanted to move away from Mama Cass. Got to move or, away or from Ass or Mama Ass, whatever it was. Actually, we don't know. There's no internet back then. We have no idea. And go by Cass Elliot. We have no idea. You are right. There's <laughs> there's, there's no idea. Yeah, we can't. We can't never tell. She was actually pretty successful, though. Like she had, um, she had if you uh, five albums. On. She had five albums in her solo career. Hold on for and, one uh, more day. She had just successfully completed a two-week run in London uh, with her own solo concert series at the Palladium. Tyler, eat ham sandwiches <laughs> on stage. So okay, <laughs> as a sideshow. Okay, okay, okay. So let's get to it because we could talk all day and night about the mamas and papas because, like I said, it is yeah, sort we, of a, we have a whole other episode on the mamas and papas. Yeah, we. I mean, we could be because there is so much going on there. Like it is on a Fleetwood Mac level. Like, um, like one of the things back to the fat shaming is that people would come up to to Cass Elliot and, and write to her face back. How does it feel to be the fat one of the group? And interview <laughs> microphone. And then the other woman in the group is uh, Michelle Phillips, who is ostensibly the hot one yeah i believe they call it a smoke show and there's a lot of you know this is where a lot of problems are in terms of attraction with certain members you know Cass likes this one this one likes that one michelle phillips this one hey that guy's doing the thing we're gonna talk about that in another episode that guy doing the thing oh boy he did the thing he did the thing it got real real spooky so this concert series that Cass was doing in london she was staying at a friend's apartment along with her her managers and and a couple couple other people. A and night at the Hampitheater. The 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 flat that she was staying in belonged to Harry Nielsen. Ooh, I like that guy. This is actually the same place where Keith Moon later dies. Which mm-hmm. one was first? Same room. I read. Keith no Keith Moon dies there at the same age. Thirty two club. <laughs> so Keith Moon actually died in that room in that bed. Yeah. Pretty cool. Us. It is, I guess. Yes, yeah, it's pretty, pretty I guess, metal. I guess it's pretty cool. So on the morning of July 29th, 
Uh, Cass Elliot was found unconscious in, in the bed, in the flat of Harry Nielsen. <laughs> Apparently, multiple people had come in and out. It's mustard all over her face. Uh, no, that is... It's <laughs> covered in mustard. Not. Okay, let's get right to it. Because this is this is the thing. There was a ham sandwich beside her. Yeah, because that's how she died. This is where things get a little blurry here. Because there's a couple different uh, accounts... I, I've heard that a... More like a little buttery. I've heard that the coroner walked in, and this is actually one of the things I read, is that the coroner walked in, and he, sa- he said, well, there's a ham sandwich and a Coke beside the bed. She must have died. She must have choked on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that checks out, yeah. Then he walked out, and then all the, went up to all the media, and went, she choked on a ham sandwich. It's beside the bed. And then, <laughs> It's pretty boom, straightforward. It went out, and, and that was it. What now, you got here is your textbook example of... Choking on a ham sandwich. We see this all the time in med school. <laughs> yeah, walk into uh, a room of death, a crime scene, a death scene, the place of m- mortuary. Oh, uh, yeah, all of them. One of the, what, you walk in there, you got a ham sandwich. We see it all the time. People choking on ham sandwiches. You know, they're a very dangerous meat. Uh, they say that pig Depends on the tastes deli cut. the closest to human. They do say that. So a lot of Satanists are eating it, trying to get that human flesh taste. They're trying to wean themselves off the delicious taste of flesh. That's not malign and Satanists. So yeah, the real Satanists though. Like, well, not real, but like the 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 Satan Satanists, you know. Different types. Yeah. They're all real. Yeah, not like the like you know, anti religious Satanists. Those guys are cool. You're all real to me. They're you're all cool. Mm. So it has come out reportedly that they're were no bites out of the ham sandwich. It whoa, 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 whoa. It was whoa, in whoa. fact there. There's a full ham sandwich. It was not touched. Yes, a full ham sandwich. This is the real conspiracy. No one just makes a ham sandwich. It doesn't even take a single bite out of it. Now, this is what I tried to find out. I, want, I was trying to find out the origin of the ham sandwich. I was trying to find out if it was in a package, if it, if it came on a plate. Is it on a Kaiser? Is it on sliced white bread? It, was it like a room service situation or was it like a pre-packaged sandwich that you buy? I don't know if you can buy those. I don't think you can buy those back in then. The, yeah. In the 70s. I don't think you got pre-packaged ham sandwiches at the set. We don't we don't know. We don't, but we should. Do you think they have crostinis? Absolutely not. There's no crostini. <laughs> we don't have the insane tech food technology we have today back then. <laughs> It just appears that there was a full ham sandwich and a Coke. I've read that there multiple times there's a Coke there. Are you sure it wasn't Coke, period? <laughs> no. It was actually, a Coke. Actually, no, I'm not. Because, <laughs> so... This is a ham sandwich with a line of Coke spread out on top of the sandwich. Let's lead to, to the next line of thought. This is part of the debunking. This is a, a whole aspect of this that... Uh, oh, aspect. If we're to believe this is the, the truth, which I think it pretty much ostensibly is it debunks everything pretty quick so sue cameron is a journalist soup her name is soup soup cameron she is the one who who published the story initially james cameron's mom that she that Cass choked on the sandwich mm. now oh, this, i read this i read this this is from people hey guys i read this he read this probably on people <laughs> hey guys here's the one bit of research i did for this podcast no, no, don't, don't tell them that <laughs> on people.com that's where this is from Sue Cameron went on extensively about her experiences on this side of this whole tragic situation. She, uh, when she found out of the news, she, so she was a, like, she was a close friend of, of uh, Mama Cass. In fact, a lot of people were because they were this folk rock hippie band in LA that 
a lot of people are are on record hanging out with constantly over at their place, like David Crosby and like big big crazy names. So it's just like she she, she was very well loved in this in the L.A. hippie society. Part of the scene, bro. Yeah. When she when Sue Cameron found out about this, she immediately calls the number of the London apartment where Cass is staying. Her manager Alan Carr picks up the phone. Right, not the guy from uh, Jurassic Park. Not that guy. Different, <laughs> different Alan Carr. <laughs> different guy. But it would have been cool if it was the same guy. And this is so. This is according to her. This is her quote that has a quote within the quote. Whoa. So quoteception. <laughs> Sue Cameron says. Her manager, Alan Carr, picked up the phone, and he was hysterical. Alan said, You've got to tell them she died choking on a ham sandwich. You must go to your typewriter and write that. There's a half a ham sandwich on her nightstand. That is supposedly the exact quote right there. Now. That does sound like a hysterical man. Yeah, I go to your typewriter. You got, you got to write that she choked on a ham sandwich. You tell her now. No one must know that she died from drugs. That is it. That is what is happening. And coming off of last week's 27 Club episode, we have so many people in this time period, late 60s, early 70s, overdosing. Puffing on the reefer. I mean, last week we only talked about the ones at age 27. But ODing on the cheeb. There were a lot of them ODing on the cheese. So her manager immediately taking an approach to claim that she died choking on the ham sandwich seems... Like, not a good choice. I mean, in retrospect, kind of a good call. Because... Well, the autopsy, when she came back from the autopsy... Piece it, of hand parachuted in her esophagus. No, no, no. <laughs> medical, showed, medical fact. Not, yeah, not Took x-rays. <laughs> took an MRI. Big old... On, on, on the death certificate. Big old parachute of meat. Meat parachute is the official cause of death. Uh, we apologize. The this autopsy? is supposed to be about conspiracies. It's a, it is. <laughs> she died from that sandwich. <laughs> we all know it. <laughs> the autopsy came back not only showing no ham. It did show drug use, but not at the time of death. At least not enough to indicate an overdose. She did actually die of cardiac arrest in her sleep at the age of 32. Oh, so she overdosed on the ham sandwich. I think it was. She enough. didn't choke on it. Too much. It was a ham OD. <laughs> maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. Enough. Not to be confused with early rap pioneer ham OD. Listen, this is a woman that struggled with obesity and was ridiculed about it her whole career. Yeah, me too, bro. Kinda. Yeah. I struggled with. They're good now, though. Obesity my entire life. They're good now. One time, some guy said, "Eat this sandwich." And I said, "No, no, no, not today." I've seen you also. This guy. I will not mama cast he was myself. Eating crostinis and shit in his pants. Twenty minutes <laughs> hey, ago. Hey, you brought up the shit in your pants. You were. I wasn't. That was. There's was no poop. She. She had. She had no drugs found in her system. Actually. Oh, no D. She had no drugs found in her system. She no deed. She died of a heart attack in her sleep. With that being said, I mean, she probably did a lot of drugs. She definitely did a lot of drugs. And she was not a good size for life. Yeah, and she was also known for crash dieting before she had a mm. big performance not good or, on your heart. or anything on screen. It's not good. It's not. It hurt your heart. Yeah. And back then, people looked old as shit, you know? Sometimes you, like, see someone from the 1960s, like a regular person, a non-famous, even some of the famous people. And you're like, this guy's 35, and you're like, that man looks like he's 62 and on death's door. But that's what happens when you're smoking inside and on airplanes and 
traveling the world and all these subpar conditions. It's this like half medieval, half modern. What? Modern medieval. So this, uh, oh, no. <laughs> Sue Cameron has written a lot about this extensively in her book and, and goes on about a lot of different aspects of it. And if, if we are to believe her, which I do, it's, it's a pretty extensive look into her side of things. Like she didn't even know that Cass did drugs, apparently. Hmm. Um, now she herself claims to be a pretty straight laced person. So maybe they just didn't pull it out around her, but okay. Okay. lots of other close friends of Cass came forward and were like, for real? You didn't, uh, what do you, uh, what do you mean? Uh, you were, you were there. <laughs> yeah. You didn't catch any of that, eh? Hmm, interesting. Well, turns out the, uh, closed door system worked. She then goes Turns out you to... bought it every time we went to the bathroom together. <laughs> we really gotta pee together. Together. We have to go and powder our nose. She then goes on to say that, uh. This is a pretty vague quote here, but she says, Many years later, I was a guest at a party, and there was a well-known model from that era there. Mm. Somehow the topic of cast came up, mm. and she said, I was the one who was there and cleaned out the drugs. Mm. I'm the one who cleaned up the ham. It was odd because it was 30 years later, and I must have arrived right after her. I'm the one that cleaned up the ham, he says. I was in they Ch- didn't clean it up. I was at a party in Chicago, and an old Polish butcher was there, and he said... I was the one who sold her that ham. <laughs> I tainted the ham, and I thought I could get away with it. I've never got this off my chest, but it turns out I'm, I had developed a drug to make ham extra chokeable. What? What am I talking about? This is a podcast. <laughs> this It is a podcast. Despite all of this, and the, the journalist who reported on it, and, and a close friend of Cass coming out and saying... The liberal news it's, media. It's, it's not the ham sandwich. The guy from Jurassic Park told me to say it was a ham sandwich. That's right. There still are many people that just go with the narrative that is a ham sandwich. Well, because it's true. is that a, just another form of fat shaming, Tyler? Tell us why it's true. It's true I because... think that much in, in the way that people just assigned her the name Mama based on her looks, people go, oh yeah, she probably died on a ham sandwich. Now look, maybe she didn't die from the ham sandwich, but kind of did good things for her legacy. Because all of those people died of drug overdoses, and some of them are remembered for their art because they were so transcendent or because they were part of the 27 Club. And there's a lot of people who just fell by the wayside because they died from some other stupid overdose and they weren't quite famous yet or not famous enough. Hmm. We're never going to forget that ham sandwich. We're not. We're not. We're never going to forget that woman who died from a ham sandwich. We're talking about it right now. I'd like to And not only that, but it put the the spotlight on the fact that she didn't die of drugs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, it was cardiac arrest, which was a whole other... Probably know, from the multiple ham sandwiches. And, that and the drugs. Ate, and the drugs. Yeah. But also the ham. Uh, don't forget the ham. It's a lot of ham. Get the ham. The, and we're talking like, 1960s LA hippie ham. Oh, boy. You don't want to eat that ham. That comes from dumpsters. Yeah, you right? don't want that ham. Charles Manson has told us all about this. You know green eggs and ham? It's like that ham. Green ham. And this is like, you know, this is Charles Manson hippie time. Hmm. Oxford comma. Those green dumps, eggs, those dumpsters and are ham. pick clean. They're pick clean. Green eggs. And if you ham. guys want to, um, if you don't, if you're unfamiliar with Charles Manson's musical career, you should um, continue to feel that way and not investigate. No, you should check out the song "Garbage Dump." Mm-hmm. Should you? As uh, the lyrics are, "Garbage dump, oh garbage dump, how are you a garbage dump?" 
Ask yourself Why a question. Why are you a garbage dump? Listeners, do you like G.G. Allen? If you do, go check out Charles Manson. Go Charles Manson. <laughs> if you don't, don't Google either of those people. If you want yourself some uh, some steamy Fleetwood Mac type drama, look into the Mama and Papa's. Stay tuned for our follow-up episode that's not a conspiracy, just the horrifying truth of a horrible human being. Part one, Papa's. Part two, Mama's. <laughs> Boy. Part three, the children. We uh we're we're leaving it on you know Cass Elliot did not choke on that sandwich. We're not leaving it there. She unfortunately did pass in her sleep, mm. but her music has lived on. And I think it was 1998. Tyler, she was put into the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm, okay, took a minute. Yeah, Cleveland sucks, <laughs> but you know, yeah, they, 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 they got do. that Hall of Fame. They do. If you live there, though, you don't. No, separate no, listeners no. from cities. No, no, Lake Erie fucking rocks, bro. Hell yeah. Buffalo Bills fan right here, Lake Erie Bros. You know, 1998 is a long time after, you know, 74 or even when they broke up in 68. So. 69, excuse me. Hell yeah, 69. Yeah, yeah, get it. Thank you for listening to another episode of your favorite podcast. It's YKTM. Nope. Hey, uh, WKTRS pod. On the socials, get it in ya. It's pretty good. Who killed that radio star? We're changing the name. It's that now. It's not the get it out of here. Those, we don't like them. Don't like articles. Get it rid of them. Get rid of them from your podcasts. Everything with a the, drop it. Put it, make it that or nothing. I hope you all have a, 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 a nice holiday. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Eat a lot of turkey. Happy Hanukkah. If you don't eat turkey, eat something else. Quasi Kwanzaa. Uh, uh, Diwali? Nope, that's not now. <laughs> I don't think it is, but, you know, celebrate whatever you want to celebrate. Stay happy. Stay healthy. And don't forget to stay away from those ultra-large ham sandwiches. Keep that ham out of your sandwich. We'll see you next week. Ow.